to this uh, fabulous day in the life of our church, the day in which, as we've mentioned, we celebrate all the great works that our mission agency partners are doing. So uh, this morning, we have a lot of scripture in the bulletin, and it's actually going to be incorporated into the sermon, a lot of it. But I would like us to all join together in reading the second one from the book of Proverbs all together. So if you can locate that. Let's join together. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. These are powerful words from our God. And from the beginning of time, God has called people to do God's work here on earth. But God never calls in an easy way. God never calls us from our comfy living room chair to sit and watch Netflix and do whatever for others. That's just not what God calls us to do. God calls us to get up from our comfy places, to step out into the world, to take a chance, and to help those who need help. And in the Bible, there are thousands of stories like this. There's Noah and Moses and Abraham. There's Jesus and the 12 disciples. There's Paul and the apostles. And if we believe in the living Bible and the living word of God, it's happening here today. And as I said, today we celebrate Mission Sunday, a day we recognize and appreciate people in today's world who represent that calling and who have been sent out from their homes and their comfortable spaces and have said to God, here I am, send me. And then they've gone into the world and they have changed it. So I'd like to take a moment to introduce to you some of these people who have joined us here today. This is your cue, mission agency people. <laughs> Have you stand, and don't look at me. Look at, look at the people so they can recognize your faces, so they can talk with you later. So we're going to start off with the Reverend Dr. Daniel Schlorf. Daniel comes to us from the Council of Churches, which serves the people of Bridgeport in so many ways, including, but not limited to, the Feed Center. The Feed Center, which provides free culinary courses to low-income residents and which supports a network of 40 food pantries and community meals serving 20,000 people a month. The Council of Churches also runs the Janus Center for Youth in Crisis, supporting youth through a 24-hour hotline, as, um, as well as offering youth respite care and mobile crisis services. And Project Learn, another one which we are all very familiar with, an after-school program for underserved elementary school students in Bridgeport, where they get help with their homework and have a, a safe place to stay after school. And an interesting side note for you, Daniel, is Dave Huntington, who has been a member here for 62 years. His mother helped begin the Council of Churches back in 1956. So thank you for your work.
That's going to make my sermon really long, but you go ahead and you applaud them because I think that's necessary as well. I'd like Paul to note the amount of time spent clapping, though, when we... So we also have with us Carla Miklos. Carla is the executive director of Operation Hope, an organization that has been serving the hungry and homeless of Greater Fairfield since 1986. It was created by local churches, our church, Fairfield First, and lots of dedicated volunteers. Currently, we are supporting Operation Hope's food pantry. It provides over 123,000 meals a year to our neighbors in need. Each month, they provide food to more than 200 families, including 100 children. If you don't think that poverty exists here in Fairfield, you talk to Carla after the service. The pantry is run almost completely and stocked com almost completely by generous and dedicated volunteers from our community and from our local churches. And Paul Whitmore served on the board of de uh, directors. I don't even want to go into this. Lisa Ducey, there have been so many church members that have um, been involved in this since its inception. So thank you, Carla, for the work that you do. We also welcome Wendy Mitchell from the Center for Family Justice. Many of you may not know, but the Center for Family Justice is Connecticut's first family justice center. And it offers streamlined crisis services to victims, men, women, and children who are survivors of domestic abuse, sexual violence, and child abuse. Thank you for this fabulous work that you do to protect those people who need us the most. Thank you, Wendy. And along those same lines, we welcome, um, actually for the first time, I think, Paula Shakespeare. Uh, Paula is working with Donna Jackson, whom we all know and uh, usually see, but Donna has retired down to, well, not retired, she's just moved down to Georgia, where she's still working with Emerge, but we welcome you, Paula. Um, Paula is from Emerge. We um, know Emerge well. We've been there almost from its beginning with you. And it is a beautiful shelter for domestic abuse survivors and their children. And it does great work by offering a safe place for them to live temporarily. It, it provides uh, permanent supportive housing options while providing in-house programs, including rehabilitation programs, counseling, parenting skills, employment assistance, and money management lessons to ensure a successful future. And besides our yearly giving, Emerge clients receive Thanksgiving and Christmas food baskets from us and items from the Giving Tree. So we are thrilled to meet you, Paula, and to have you here representing one of our favorites. Well, you're all our favorites. I can't even say that. You wouldn't be here if you weren't our favorites, but one of our longest standing missions. So thank you, Paula. We are also thrilled to have uh, representatives from the four educational agencies that we support. Our own church child grown up to adult, Christina Whitaker Haas. Christina is the new, uh, executive director of Horizons at Greens Farms Academy, which provides access and opportunity to underserved Bridgeport students from pre-K through college through a six-week summer program, monthly Saturday academies throughout the entire school year 
And this past summer, we put together over 360 backpacks full of school supplies for the children of Horizons GFA and uh, Sacred Heart University. It is a pleasure to have you here, Christina. We love having you. Another organization we have helped from nearly the beginning is uh, Adam J. Lewis Academy, and we have Julie Mombello here today. Adam J. Lewis Academy is an elementary school located in the heart of Bridgeport, um, created in memory of Adam Lewis, who died in the 9-11 attacks. And Adam J. Lewis Academy is really unique in that it opens its door to any student, regardless of their ability to pay. And it provides a social, emotional, child-driven education. And it is located right in the heart of Bridgeport. It is such a loving and caring school environment. You must go visit, mustn't they, Julie? You must come visit. And it also boasts Southport Congregational Church member Linda Murphy as its science teacher. Um, so thank you, Julie, for being here with us today. We also have uh, Dan McAuliffe. Dan is the executive director of Shepherds, a program for inner city teens that provides a private high school education, academic, and life skills programs and the support of a committed Shepherds mentor to each student. This is a great program where each student is given for the four years of their high school, a person, an adult who is dedicated just to them to help them navigate not only school, but really life, college decisions, and most of those mentors, and don't tell me if I'm wrong, Dan, because we told you all you can't tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm gonna say, most of those mentors stay with those students well past their college years and are important in their lives. In our own church, Susan Terry, Ellery Malkin, Havlin Whitcomb, and Sadna Joliet all serve as mentors to Shepherd's students, and Tim Stewart serves on its board of directors. So Dan, thank you so much for all the great work that you do with Shepherd's. And we welcome Alex Gross from Simply Smiles. Simply Smiles is also an organization that we were there at the very beginning with, and they not only provide educational programs on the Cheyenne River Indian Reservation, but also in Oaxaca, Mexico, where many of us have been. And it also is providing homes for children in need. Church members Karen Jones, Ivan Lusick, Christiana Whitcomb all serve on their board of directors, and it holds a special place in our heart. So thank you for being here, Alex. Now's my time to give you a little ditty about, uh, here's a ditty about Charlie Grady. He dared me, I had to do it. Char Charles Grady, and Charles brought a flock of people with him, which we love. Uh, we have Malik Nelson and Rodney Davis and Amber Burke, all here from Hang Time, Her Time. Hang Time, Her Time is a grassroots program that Charlie created to foster community and to give voice to men and women, ex-offenders and recently released citizens who have been silenced or unheard for far too long. Their clientele include people who have been involved with gang and group violence who are looking for a new way of life, as well as people who suffer from post-traumatic and present stress disorder resulting from the urban gun violence that exists in our city of Bridgeport. 
Our missions board recently voted to support Charlie's new initiative in providing scholarships for people interested in post-secondary education in a trade school. And we look forward to all these and other programs that we know are building up there in that brain of yours, Charlie Grady. So thank you to the four of you for being here representing. Also doing uh, amazing work in Bridgeport is Lisa Chester, and she is here with her um, number one volunteer, her husband James. Uh, they are here from Bridgeport Rescue Mission. We have had a long history with Bridgeport Rescue Mission as well. Um, they have just created a whole new building, so it has become so amazing. Um, they provide food and counseling service, housing. Um, they have mobile food services. If you ever want to volunteer to go out into Bridgeport and, and um, help feed those who live on the streets, they have an amazing program for that. They have a program just for women and their children. It goes on and on and on. But um, our special um, connection with, with uh, Bridgeport Rescue Mission is through their Great Thanksgiving Giveaway, where they give away Thanksgiving meals um, to thousands and thousands of people, not only in Bridgeport, but is it in Norwalk as well? Norwalk, Estonia, Waterbury, See? Six different places. They give thanks. How many? If I'm right. If I, and I am, because you supported me in that. Uh, and, and so they give out not only meals, but they give out coats to men, women, and children, mittens, socks, prayers. Doug Goodman is, is um, there often uh, doing a prayer over the people who, who desire one when they come. And we give coats. We give children's coats and we give um, very, uh, larger size coats because those are the ones that aren't necessarily um, often donated. So thank you for keeping the people of the greater Bridgeport area fed and safe and warm. We appreciate all the work that you do. Also doing great work in Bridgeport is Mia Albert. Mia is here representing Homes for the Brave, uh, an organization for male and female veterans who need assistance with housing and other services that are necessary for them to return to a productive and a meaningful life. So Homes for the Brave uh, offers clinical services, vocational services, veteran services to any vet who is in need or in danger of becoming homeless. Uh, Southport Congregational Church members Chris Palmer, Mary Lou McGuire, Kirk Jackson help set up a vegetable garden in the um, springtime for uh, Homes for the Brave, allowing the clients there to grow and enjoy fresh vegetables during the summer and enjoy the satisfaction and accomplishment that comes from caring for a garden. And uh, during COVID, we were blessed to have a private donation where we were able to bring hot lunches um, to your clientele all during COVID, which was also a special treat. So thank you for all that you do for our veterans. We are always happy to have Susan, Susan Schnitzer, President and CEO of Siri, Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants. Now get a load of this. We thought, I thought, Siri was a kind of newer organization. It is 101 years old this year. 
They, for 101 years, they have been working to strengthen the lives of refugees, immigrants, survivors of sex trafficking and torture, and unaccompanied minors. And with the influx of refugees coming to the U.S. from Afghanistan, besides our yearly support, our mission board has also provided crib mattresses, bedding, and teddy bears for every child who arrives uh, here on our shores. Our youth group put together over 50 Welcome to America bags for refugee teens who arrived here. And then one of our younger church members, Hayes Whaler, collected new soccer balls to give to the children and teens when they arrive, because we all know soccer is the universal sport of our world. So um, Susan, thank you for all the work you do to keep our, our refugees and immigrants, our sex uh, trafficking uh, survivors all safe and, and well cared for and well loved. Thank you. And we also welcome Teresa Lefevre and Carol Antrim from Burroughs Community Center. Uh, Burroughs Community Center is located in Bridgeport. It is an uh, actual building for programs, partners, and people that can use facility resources and help build relationships and build stronger communities to help individuals overcome barriers um, and lean, move towards success. Both Siri and Hangtime Her Time use Burroughs to run their programs. In the past, we have done uh, landscaping for you. If you need it, you should call us because you know, we're good at that. Um, but we appreciate having that space in central Bridgeport that people and places can use where, who may otherwise not have any other space to meet. So thank you for all that you do to enable all these other wonderful agencies to do their work as well. Thank you. All right, so I just want to say one more time that we here at Southport Congregational Church could not do what we do if each of you did not do what you do. So we thank you all for caring for and loving the people you need. And I speak for Paul, our Missions Outreach Board, and our entire church family when I say it is an honor and it is humbling to serve beside you and to be able to support you in your work. So one more time, thank you all so much. Okay, I have a whole sermon left, but um, it's 11.56. So give me just a moment because I'm gonna skip through all this great stuff that I have. Um, okay, this morning, the reason I did that is that I wanted to really highlight the importance of interconnectivity. I wanted to really highlight how St. Paul's words come alive when he says we are all parts of the body of Christ. We are different parts, and none of the parts is more important than the other. Each is dependent on the other. And Jesus talks often about how life is interconnected and how people should relate to one another including people who are different from us, people who are strangers, people who are poor, or on the fringes of society, people who have been beaten down, abused, and forgotten, because we, we are responsible to care for them. We are called by God to care for them, because by caring for them, 
Jesus tells us we are caring for God. This becomes very evident when Jesus said, whatever you do to the least of these, my brothers, you do to me. And when the gospel writer John wrote, if anyone has material possession and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and with truth. Moving forward, there goes the TikTok video I was going to share. <laughs> It's true, it really was a great video. Um, all right, I'm gonna just, okay. So my TikTok video is um, by a guy I love following. His name is Judge Caprio, Frank Caprio. He is out of um, Rhode Island. And what Judge Caprio does so beautiful is exactly what Jesus tells us to do. Judge Caprio listens to the stories of the people who are in front of him. And even when people have done something against the law, he believes their personal stories matter. And he believes that the judgments given out should reflect the conditions of those personal stories. Because listening to people's stories and connecting with them, having mercy as we listen, opens us to a new level of interconnectedness. And that's what each of our mission agencies do so well. And it's important. It's an important thing to do because God calls us to be in relationship with one another and God calls us to love our neighbors as ourselves. So today, we celebrate our interconnectedness with the agencies our mission boards have created personal stories with. And we celebrate their interconnectedness with one another. How when a woman finally finds the words to let the staff at MJ Lewis Academy know that she and her children are being abused and need help, Adam J. Lewis staff hears her story and calls Emerge to get her where she needs to be. And when Burroughs Community Center hears the story of Hangtime, her time needing space and offers space for their community meetings. When Mercy Learning Center hears the story of a young mother who is struggling to learn English and wants her children to have a great education, they call Horizons and help get the children started on their lifelong learnings. When Operation Hope has a client who's ready to move out of the shelter, they call Homes for the Brave, who moves them into their permanent Waldorf house in Black Rock. How Burroughs Community Center and Homes for the Brave both share extra food that's given to them with Bridgeport Rescue Mission, so more can be fed and cared for. How students and their families who are really trying to get the best education engage in not just one of these programs, but in both Horizons and Shepherds, maximizing the support and help for their own child to achieve. So what this all is, this all is a reflection of the interconnectedness of God's faithful people who have chosen to live out their faith and their belief in the greatest commandment, to love God, to love our neighbors as ourselves, and how love is changing the world, one touched life at a time. So I want to close with the words from a man connected to our own mission work um, out on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. He was a Lakota elder and spiritual man, Matthew King. He left this message for us to remember and think about. 
He said, I am a dreamer, and I will tell you my dream. Someday, red man and white man will sit down with all the races of humankind and will solve our problems. We'll solve our problems together. We'll all follow God's law. We'll even pray together. You'll do it your way, and we'll do it our way, but we'll all do it together. Someday, we'll all have ceremonies together. You will do it your way. We will do it our way, but we will all do it together. And the eagle will come and will dance with us. And you'll learn what it's like to dance with an eagle. God would like that, I know. I'll be gone soon, so I probably won't see it. But maybe my grandchildren will see it, or their grandchildren. Because, yes, I believe it can happen. We'll all dance with God. So may each of us continue to make it our mission to hear stories, to find connections, to help one another so we can all dance together with our God. Amen. <laughs>